Welcome to the Holmesville Church of the Brethren. This is the worship service for June 26, 2022. Join in our call to worship. When you dream, what do you dream of? We dream of children who know love and churches with open doors. We dream of rest and sunny days. When you dream, what do you dream of? We dream of peace without walls and equality for all people. When you dream, what do you dream of? We dream of milk and honey, food on tables, and an end to suffering. We dream of the Church of Jesus Christ serving all God's people. Family of God, this morning we dream together. This morning we worship together, for there is nothing on heaven or on earth strong enough to unravel God's dreams for us. Let us worship the God who weaves us together. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, we do not know the plans you have for us, so we set aside money for days to come. We keep our fingers crossed and try to control the world around us. 
having faith in the midst of uncertainty has never been easy for us. Strengthen us so that when life unravels, we are strong enough to turn to you. That is our prayer of faith. Amen. Let us pray. 
In defiance of corruption and falsehood, we commit to truth and integrity, and we pray for honesty and uprightness to increase in our world. In defiance of apathy and hatred, we choose to be proactive in love, and we pray for understanding and peace to increase in our world. In defiance of skepticism and cynicism, we embrace the mystery of faith, and we pray for humility and wonder to increase in our world. In defiance of self-interest and human arrogance, we celebrate God's salvation, and we pray for compassion and faith to increase in our world. In defiance of all that would oppose God's purpose among us, we choose again to follow Christ, and we continue to pray, not just now, but at all times. Amen. Our scripture reading today is Exodus 1, 21 through 2, 10. Then Pharaoh commanded all his people, Every boy that is born to the Hebrews you shall throw into the Nile, but you shall let every girl live. Now a man from the house of Levi went and married a Levite woman. The woman conceived and bore a son, and when she saw that he was a fine baby, she hid him for three months. When she could no longer hide him, she got a papyrus basket for him and plastered it with bitumen and pitch. She put the child in it and placed it among the reeds on the bank of the river. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. The daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river, while her attendants walked beside the river. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her maid to bring it. When she opened it, she saw the child. He was crying, and she took pity on him. This must be one of the Hebrews' children, she said. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get you a nurse from the Hebrew women to nurse the child for you? Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Yes. So the girl went and called the child's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child and nurse it for me, and I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed it. When the child grew up, she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and she took him as her son. She named him Moses, because she said, I drew him out of the water. We continue our series of Unraveled with a sermon entitled, When Our Plans for Our Children Unravel. It was a time of genocide. It was a time of slavery. It was a time when love and mercy took a back seat to hatred and fear. Pharaoh did not remember his own nation's history, how Joseph had saved the Egyptian people through his interpretations of dreams and wisdom in management. No, this Pharaoh saw the Israelites as a threat. They had grown in number, threatening to overtake the Egyptians in population. So this Pharaoh, out of fear, despising the other, made the Hebrews into slaves. 
When that did not completely solve the problem of the Hebrews' supposed strength, Pharaoh embarked on a systematic genocide, commanding the Hebrew midwives, Pua and Shifra, to kill the babies they delivered. That backfired because the midwives, Hebrews themselves, refused to carry out the order. When questioned, they made up an elaborate lie that Hebrew mothers were strong and vigorous, giving birth before the midwives could even arrive. So Pharaoh hatched another nefarious scheme. He commanded all of his people to throw every baby boy born to the Hebrews into the Nile. He wanted to keep enough Hebrews alive to do the slave labor his kingdom demanded, but not enough to make him feel threatened. So when Jochebed gives birth to baby Moses, he is immediately under the sentence of death. In her desperation, she carefully hides her baby for the first three months until he gets too big and too loud to conceal. So she makes a basket with reeds and pitch and bitumen to keep the water out. Then, right before Pharaoh's daughter goes to bathe in the river, she somehow places the basket right in her way so that she won't be able to ignore the baby. Can you imagine the anguish Jochebed felt letting her precious baby go? One last kiss, one last look at that precious infant face. Then she placed him in the basket, affixed the lid, and set him in the river among the reeds. And then the twist in the story. Pharaoh's daughter has compassion on the baby. Despite her father's edict, she claims him for her own. Did Moses' mother know that Pharaoh's daughter wanted a baby? Did Moses' mother have some insight into Pharaoh's daughter's kindness and compassion? Or perhaps Moses' mother knew that Pharaoh was not well-liked even by his own children, and that his daughter would have no problem going against his wishes. Whatever the reasons, there are many things unraveling. The joy of having a baby has unraveled into fear as to what his fate will be. The protection that a mother feels for her child is unraveling, as Moses' mother finds that the only way to protect him is to let him go. Pharaoh's plans are unraveling as the one baby that will be his undoing is embraced by his daughter. And the prejudice against the Hebrew people unravels at least a bit as Pharaoh's daughter sees this child as a human being, as one she could call her own. I once believed that Moses' mother and sister tricked Pharaoh's daughter, that their plan was so incredibly cunning as to land Moses back in his mother's arms to be fed until the time came when he was weaned, and she had to bring him back to the palace. But I wonder, wouldn't it have been a little too obvious to meet a strange young girl who knows of a lactating mother the moment you pull a baby out of the reeds? What if Pharaoh's daughter understood their plan and went along with it anyway? 
What if Pharaoh's daughter is actually an ally to Moses' mother, his sister, and soon to him too? She knew Moses was a Hebrew baby the moment she saw him. She embraced him anyway, loved him anyway, provided for Moses' own mother to raise him for a formative part of his childhood. God does things like that. God has given us each other and then gave us freedom to show up for each other, and sometimes that means that the most unlikely of people will be the ones we depend on the most like Pharaoh's daughter unraveling her father's plan of tragedy to make room for a miraculous story of hope and liberation. Raising my own children, I have had people show up time after time for them. They have had allies all along the way. When our William had a terrible stutter, there was a wonderful speech therapist who made William move out of his comfort zone time and time again. That would not have been something that we would have done, since our first instinct would have been to shield our son from discomfort. But with this therapist's help, William learned to overcome fear, going on to win an Outstanding Actor Award in high school. Now he teaches high school himself. I like to think he has also been placed there to be an ally to someone who needs his helping hand. Shifra and Pua, Jochebed and Miriam, Pharaoh's unnamed daughter. These five brave and bold women chose to fully live into being a community to save Moses' life. They stood up to power claimed their voice, released their fears, and had the courage to fight the injustice in their world all by being who they are. Their small but mighty acts later lead to the liberation of the Hebrew people as Moses brings them out of slavery with his sister at his side. Sometimes the greatest acts of courage look like a mother letting go of a sister offering help even as she is afraid, of a daughter choosing life instead of death, of two midwives refusing to bow down to power. God has given us each other, and then he gave us freedom to show up for each other, and sometimes that means that the most unlikely of people will be the ones we depend on the most, like Pharaoh's daughter unraveling her father's plan of tragedy to make room for a miraculous story of hope and liberation. So whether it is letting go of our toddler's hands as she takes her first steps, or letting go of expectations and dreams we had for our children— we can turn to Jochebed as an example of letting go with courage. We never let go of the love we have for our children, but we understand that God is working in their lives too. Loving them often requires that we let them learn, fail, and grow. We trust God, the God of the Nile, the God of the basket, the God of Moses. And in every instance of letting go, we stand close to the shore and watch with all our fears and questions. 
We must trust that, just like for baby Moses, there will be surprising angels along the way. Like Pharaoh's daughter, there will be teachers, coaches, and friends who can do for our children what we cannot. Along the way from that shoreline, we will catch glimpses of the weaving that is our children's lives, a weaving that takes the loose threads of unraveled plans and unmet expectations and turns them into something beautiful, something we might never have seen if we had never let go. After all, a princess long ago lifted a tiny baby from a basket, and hope was born. God, the great weaver, works in mysterious ways. Let us pray. O God of Moses, God of the Nile, God of the floating basket, help us to trust your plans for our children. Let us put them in your loving arms, even as we hold them in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen.
receive the benediction. Go with courage. Go with grace. Go in peace. Amen.